Hi. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Hey, we're back on the on the public page. <laughs> we are. Oh my god. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yes, like Art said, we are out of the Patreon. <laughs> um happy to have Art back on the uh normal page for our The season, normal page. The normal page. <laughs> <laughs> for our season finale Yay. Um, we wanted to do a little bit more of an in-depth dive into where all of our artists from this season are right now oh and um so we'll be touching a little bit on each one of them but before we get into that how are you welcome Hi. <laughs> i'm okay i'm happy it's warm i'm happy it's warm um things are looking up yeah yeah i mean i feel like everything's just so green i've seen some like really nice boobs lately oh um, yeah like people just have their skin out it's great I i'm, love I'm loving it loving it um, yeah but i i feel like we kind of both talked about how like april was just just woo! just a black hole yeah yeah it does give me a little comfort that everyone i talk to just is having like a terrible time that makes me sound awful but you know it, it, it's good it's good to like feel like we're all in this together a perfect little time bit. for me to announce our um new sponsor better help no, <laughs> Shout out. no, no. I, I am using better help and honestly it's okay yeah it, it is okay yeah I, mean, I think it's okay talking to anyone better than keeping it in right yeah yeah i do like that you can just like manically text them <laughs> at any time you're just like i am freaking out tell me that i am not crazy and then they're like whoa <laughs> um, take a chill pill yeah the, literally the medically the medical term for chill out <laughs> take a chill pill. chill pill i do i i was talking to my friend about this i i think i'm a fan of tough love therapy yeah i think I, yeah i totally relate to that yeah you can be like ouch but you're right I think like it's just the last thing I want to hear from a therapist is like, you are so right because I'm not going to trust them. Yeah. Then I'm going to be like, I'm like, mm. but I know, I know that I'm crazy. Yeah. So. But I, I like am being a little crazy right now <laughs> and you not acknowledging that makes me feel crazier. <laughs> So when they're like, you are being absolutely ridiculous, you need to get it together. I'm you're like, like, you're yes, so queen. right. How do I do that? <laughs> and they're like, the tools. drink a glass of water. And I'm like, Ugh. it all comes back Fine. to that singular glass of water, <laughs> singular, which I will never drink. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> we are happy that you're here. We're happy that you're back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And yeah, I can totally relate. There was, I don't know, just like a sense of like, God, is this bullshit not done yet <laughs> about <laughs> about April? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean that yeah. in so many broad senses of that, like mm -hmm. um, the world, uh, the weather, corporate America, a mm -hmm. little bit of everything. Yeah. Just generally a bad time in the play that I did in wisconsin there's mm. like a joke that there's an april snowstorm and every year it gets more and more ridiculous because there's like a may snowstorm or something in wisconsin it's just like what it's not even a joke anymore is it just okay i know it's climate change obviously yeah climate change. but it also feels like the winter isn't starting until later it does feel like that yeah like i feel like it wasn't ever cold until like january or february this something's year. wrong with this calendar the fucking oh what's his name gregorian Gre is that what we use <laughs> i no idea it used to snow every year on my birthday as a little kid i have these like gorgeous memories where, like i was happy when it snowed on my birthday and it was a little early you know yeah. december 19th maybe a tiny bit early but usually it was a pretty good chance. I don't even expect it anymore. Oh, yeah. It doesn't snow by Christmas. I'm like, yeah, it's still fall. It's bullshit is what it is. I don't want to celebrate. Fucking bullshit. I don't, I don't want to celebrate the birth of Christ during fucking fall. No. <laughs> He's. No, I don't want to celebrate the birth of Christ, period. He wasn't even born then. <laughs> no. He's, he's Who a, celebrates a fucking half birthday? He's a Capricorn. No way. No way. Although I did see it on TikTok, so you know it's verifiable, that Capricorns have the lowest divorce rate. <laughs> Great. My boyfriend's a Capricorn. Oh, good. Yeah. You guys are together forever. They're, They're like, probably. this is work. <laughs> I like work. Yeah. 
Good man. for Capricorns, you know, respecting the sanctity of marriage or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. So what's been up for with um with you like career wise? Oh boy. Um, uh post your post grad your loving life your easy breezy beautiful cover girl i am it's a year post grad but i am post grad technically is it oh my god it was last may it was last may that's horrifying yeah no Um, no yeah i'm a year post grad um and i'm I'm getting all these memories of like the day that i didn't go to my graduation because i was I was sick and sad. Um, but oh, no, I remember that. Uh, it's all that good. was only a year ago. Wow. Who, yeah, no one goes to their graduation. Um, but it's it's been good. I'm working. I'm doing a lot of video design, which I'm really excited Ooh. about. Anything? Uh, any specific projects that you can shout out? Or like- yeah, um, the Flood Collective is producing a new play by SMJ called Sway. Oh. Um, and it's a queer psycho thriller about influencers in a cult. Love it. Really excited about that. The um, Tarte brand trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm learning so much about influencers. More than I'd like to, but yeah. I think I might become one. You and should. Honestly, <laughs> I, I I just know like Do you think I could influence people. I think you could. You've influenced <laughs> me before. Really? Uh, I, yeah. To do what? Not drink water. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I should. <laughs> this is a career path for me. I you know I've been vlogging. I've vlogged on TikTok. Yes. Um, every day of 2023, and. Oh, um, I feel like my video editing has gotten better. Hey. Even just my little baby editing on Canva. Look like, at that. Okay. So I was going to ask, do you edit in an external app or do yeah. you edit on TikTok? I okay. started um, just cool. editing on TikTok and then I realized you could only do 35 um, shots. Oh, I didn't know video. that. Yeah. So with your editing, anything more than that. I mean, if I if it's like a quick day and I'm not feeling it, I'll just throw it in the app because it's still really easy and the quality is pretty good. Yeah. And I know how to use it at this point. I will say they just updated it for like no goddamn reason and just changed where all the buttons are what? and yeah that was one of those things where i was like but nothing's changed nothing's changed nothing's better so no. why yeah um, that but, always scares me is editing on tiktok a little bit yeah like I, lose like, everything. I like draft things con- kind of constantly but yeah. that's kind of the way i am like even when i write i'm like for sure even if i'm writing online i'm just like yeah save to save 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 i deleted all of my drafts which <gasps> was, um i like either posted everything i did this Probably at the beginning of the year, I did a little, like post your draft series and people oh, could pick what that. number of my draft they wanted me to post and I had to post it. That was very scary. And it was fun. It was like a roulette <laughs> situation. I was like, am yeah. I going to get canceled? No, no, because I don't save anything that's cancelable. All that shit is in the ether. Um, okay. <laughs> Good. Um, and so I, yeah, I did um, a poster drafts. I posted everything and everything else i deleted but i mostly posted everything oh my gosh that's terrifying like all of my drafts are like me sitting on the toilet looking sad into the camera like listening to one of those audios it's like if you don't post this your dad will die in a house fire and i'm like i can't not the not the chain mail especially april the black hole of april i was like i can't yeah i can't take the risk <laughs> i don't i don't have enough i gotta I be going <laughs> no I, I totally get it those like money ones where they're like you will end up wealthy Ooh. yeah yeah i'm, I'm just like, like with it, you'll find a million dollars in your account tomorrow i'm like it's like from a gold. scam <laughs> yeah. probably yeah. and the check's gonna bounce and you're gonna you're gonna die you're gonna, gonna have kill to fill you. out a lot of paperwork one of my first months or like first year I was living in New York, all of my work was super like contract work. And so I was getting all these checks in the mail and I just, you know, just throwing them in the bank, like hell yeah, money. Yeah. But they would always like not come from the place that you actually worked from. They were always, you know, just like random, like, oh, this is like a bubble blah management company. Oh, yeah. And oh, I no. threw one of those in the bank and they were like, this bounced and I was, and this is not a real check. And I yeah. was got real scared and it's thought they scary. were going to imprison me. They did not. They just <laughs> took the money back and I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I fell for a scam. It was like one of those, there's a job on Facebook.
Facebook. Mm. I was like, at a low point, I was like, I want to be a personal assistant. Um, Not the personal assistant. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh. When I say it out loud, it sounds, I sound like an idiot. But um, I found a job on Facebook that was like, yeah, like you'll work like two days a week. It's mostly just we'll send you a lot of money and then you buy things for us and you get paid like $500 a week. And then it was like, I don't know, it seemed like an easy thing yeah. to add on. And their email was pretty suspicious. It was like, we need someone to start now. We're going to send you a check for $2,000 immediately. And then you need to buy all this stuff. And I was like a little uh, suspicious. But I was like, you know, they're, they're sending me money. Um, and I'm not like going to buy anything until I'm sure that like the, the check money's there. is there. So I'll be fine. But it was um, a bad check. And like my bank like uh. like wouldn't let me make any transactions yeah. <laughs> for a little bit, which was stressful. Yeah, that same thing happened. They like shut down everything, and I yeah. cried to the teller, and he let me take out a hundred dollars. <laughs> I was like, I just need like a hundred dollars to get, get me, on the subway. Just get me through the week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's also like one key bank in Manhattan. Fuck. I need to fucking change banks. Oh. I'm sorry. This is I'm I'm not sponsored by Key Bank because <laughs> I but hate would you them. Be? No, no. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to give you an honest review. <laughs> The only way I was able to get that because like they weren't uh, like telling me the correct information. And so I, I tweeted at them. I was like, what? Key Bank, give me my fucking money. <laughs> and then they were like, hello, can we help you <laughs> on Twitter? So if, if you're ever having trouble with a company, tweet at them. Tweet at them. That's like the most oh my God. annoying advice I've ever given. But it does work. Yeah. And then it's just like some poor like 24 year old. He's like, like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Um, <laughs> so let's get into a little bit of our. Yeah. Um, uh, this is one of my favorite mini episode styles of like our recaps. Is it just I feel like it's good to pat ourselves on the back. This was such Aww. a fucking good season. Yes, it dude. Was. Well, first of all. Thank you to my um, wonderful team. Thank you to you, Artie. Thank you to you, Tucker, who's in the room with us shooting wonderful pictures. Um, thank you to H, who is not in the room right now, but we love you so, 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 so much. Thank um, you. All y'all make this possible and good, which is, <laughs> you know, I always like am just not surprised, but like proud of the quality of the work that we put out and really proud of uh, the people that were able to showcase um, their work. And everyone that we had on this season is just incredibly energetic in the way that they approach their work um, mm -hmm. and like technically an extreme level, their prowess and making moves and kind and sweet and fun. And it was just a pleasure to interview every single one of them. And so we're just going to start a little bit in order, starting with our season opener, Hud Oberly, which it feels like a crazy long time ago that I interviewed him, but um, um, starting with HUD, so here is a little check-in from HUD. Hey everybody. Creatively, I've just been continuing to work on my clothing brand, Here's To You. Most recently, I put out a t-shirt that reads, Ask Me About My Art on the back. And the concept behind that was originally that artists and creatives would wear it out in public at a coffee shop, a, a thrift shop, a local event, anything, wear it out and about so that um, it would be a conversation starter. And originally I thought it'd be for like an authority, like a gallerist or a show curator or someone that could provide someone an opportunity. I thought that would be the conversation that would be happening. But when I wore it out in public to kind of see what would happen, I realized that other artists were the ones that were coming up and talking to me and asking me about the creativity that I do. I've termed it more of a bat signal in air quotes. So now it's kind of like I want creatives to wear it and grow their creative community to have some new people to have relatable experiences and conversations about what they're working on, what they do in their downtime, stuff like that. So did that recently and definitely some things in the works for more cut and sew using canvas for different garment styles, men's and women's stylings and fits. So that stuff's all coming up, but that's what I've been up to. Oh, I love him. Me too. <laughs> 
man the artists support artists yeah at the end of the day I, I remember like when lockdown first happened mm-hmm. in 2020 and from my perspective like theater was shutting down really quickly like events, yeah, it was the first thing to go events were really the first thing to go and I knew a lot of creatives in that and I think a few people were making the joke that like artists and performers were just kind of Venmoing the same five dollars back and forth between <laughs> each other to try to support each other and it was you know it's silly but like at the end of the day artists support artists and I thought that that was really beautiful yeah it's interesting hearing kind of like his initial intent and then the pivot that came with like oh it was actually like the artist and um you know that was actually something I wanted to kind of talk about like when I looked back at his episode I was like really impressed by his work ethic and just like the timelining that he does just between himself and the calendar about what he wants to happen in the next six months in the next year in the next five years mm-hmm. and um it's been something that's been really inspiring for me in terms of continuing my work and kind of looking at that template that he's put out there for me and a couple other creatives like that I was just super grateful to see the kind of contract he makes with himself and this um ability and for networking and community building that I feel like is like super in line with all the stuff that we do yeah um and like you said like artists supporting artists I feel like that's always true something I've been really trying to be conscious about like in online spaces especially in the last two months when maybe I've been a little bit less active in physical art spaces and creating a little bit less in physical art spaces has been like just commenting like commenting and being like wow this is really cool like please continue or even just like if I see them on TikTok, following them on Instagram as well, especially if they're in the area so that I see shows that they have coming up. And that kind of goes back to like our season two thesis of just like support is showing up. Support is talking to one another. And yeah, I really liked that part of his episode and also just like him as a person. Yeah, I think it also like his intent versus the outcome. It really speaks to like the thesis question. Yeah. Of this season which do you do you want to yeah um repeat it to repeat this thesis question Mm -hmm. if true governmental and societal shifts could be made in how the world views art and artists what would that look like to you right I think that I mean kind of says like I I wish that people at least I do Mm -hmm. um like curators or the people with the money the people with power were curious yeah, I, I, I definitely see the need for more turning back and pulling up, mm-hmm. um, like keeping the ladder out kind of situation. Yeah. I see a really big disconnect between like large art in New York and the art world that I find myself drawn to. And I think that gap is money and time. And something that I'm really passionate about is trying to continue to have the artist perspective be like the most important thing yeah because I think we get ahead of ourselves we get everyone gets egotistical at points but really continuing to have the artist perspective be the one that's like uplifted the one that's turned to for for answers yeah so yeah it, it also makes me think of this thing that uh, my dad feels very passionately about <laughs> um he talks to me about all the time where uh, he he loves to see theater, mm. any kind of theater, and he gets frustrated when people seem to only want to see the things that their friends are working on, and oh. and I fall to that all the time because I think my friends are brilliant and amazing, and who would want to see anything else? But right. he always says, you know, if you only want to see the things your friends are working on, maybe you don't like theater so much. Mm. And I think that HUD is someone, and you are someone who are really good at going out and seeking new things and meeting new people and becoming friends with people through seeing new work Mm. um that's not just going to support a friend which is obviously very important artists support artists but seeing something for the new perspective and creating connections through that and i i feel like more so it annoys me with curators um, (laughs) who only like to see their friends succeed and like to see things that their friends are working on right because they have the power and if they really liked art for art 
they would see all kinds of art and expand that so I think that's a really good perspective and I it's something that I've definitely like I feel like in the last year I was like oh yes okay I have to be more conscious about my consumption Mm -hmm. in terms of art and media and that kind of stuff and I was like I need to go to some new outlets I need to get on some new email lists so I'm seeing new work and that is something that I've really enjoyed like shout out to the Bechtel group I went to see a show with them they um Mm -hmm. show work that only passes the Bechtel test and it's more towards the perspective of the writer and it was two writers that I I didn't know you know and I every time I go watch new plays I always think wow it is so hard to write plays and (laughs) and and I mean that like in a complimentary way like wow and yeah just continue to go out continue to see new stuff continue to go always such a pleasure for me is when you go to a show that your friends are in and the opener is killer yeah like that's one of my favorite like you had no idea walking in and they're amazing and you're like wow new fan great love it love the cross-pollination um that happened recently with a post-game press show shout out to them oh did you see the one that Sophia Debuchy yes and I missed them and I was like coming from work or something but I did see Boy Howdy which was um oh great okay uh, the other opener and they were incredible I Um, really wanted to see that I I was working I was bummed I was working too so it was great to see post-game press as always I was sad to miss Sophia but I saw I heard it was incredible and then um, Boy Howdy was like such a pleasure well you can see Sophia on May 19th oh Um, nice uh, they and Kathy have a residency at Ars Nova and their final showing is May 19th so shout shout out out to that I will be in London, but everyone else should go. Oh, damn, London. Who's <laughs> going to London these days? What's even over there? But that's awesome. I'm so glad. Let's move into our next artist. Amazing. So our next artist is Ma'at, who, God, what? I just felt like with Ma'at, I was like, you are so sure in yourself. Yeah. In like a way that I find admirable and also like so enviable um and I feel like I'm like I'm getting there I'm getting there I'm coming I'm coming I promise um (laughs) and it was just such a pleasure so let's see what let's hear what they've been up to hello my name is Ma'ad and I'm a music producer and rapper from Brooklyn since the show I have been just locked in on working on my EP it's called tell me how you really feel um just putting the finishing touches on that and it'll be out very very soon within the next couple months it's something that has uh, morphed and switched directions as I've been working on it, but I think that's the beauty of it. And, and I'm excited to bring it to the world. So just, you know, putting the finishing touches on, on how I want to promo everything, the visuals I want to bring to life. So I'm excited to release that. I'm also looking forward to working on this collaborative project that I've been tapped to produce. It's going to be more of a house dance, up-tempo type of vibe, so I'm excited to stretch myself creatively. I love, you know, house music, dance music, so I'm excited to put my spin on it, put my take on it. I'm going to be working with an incredibly talented rapper um, who's based out in Brooklyn as well named Babo, so I'm excited to see where that takes us, and I hope you all listen. Thank you. Ugh. Mm. My art is such a dream. Yeah, <laughs> truly. I cannot wait to hear this new EP. I know Me too. she was kind of like teasing it around the time we were when we were recording um, her yeah. original episode. And I'm so excited to hear that it is coming together in its final form. So definitely keep an ear out about Tell Me How You Really Feel. Mm-hmm. Super hyped for it. And the new collab with Babo. That's going to be awesome. I'm excited to hear more of their kind of like the production side of her work. Yeah. I really wanted to just quote this. H took the time to reach out to Jess Muse, who was one of the artists that Ma'at had like kind of mentioned in her interview. And like we were just saying, like going to a show to see your friend and then the opener is incredible. This was like one of those moments where I really love Ma'at's work and then being introduced to Just Muse was great as well. Just Muse wrote back to H and just said, oh, sweet love Ma'at. I'd love to share a bit. I'm a vocalist and composer based in Queens, New York. I've been performing for over eight years and recently started releasing music independently in 2018. I performed at an array of venues, including SOBs and the Westcott Theater. 
I would call my style a fusion of genres mixing electronic and R&B soul. I'm willing to talk more over Zoom or phone call if you'd like to know more. Thanks for reaching out. So that was just like so sweet of just muse to like offer their time and also just the willingness to like i don't know be available i feel like that is something that we can forget yeah it's like you just gotta ask most of the time mm-hmm. most of the time people are willing to be available especially to talk about their their creative passions yeah. and you know when it comes to collaboration i know ma'at is i know i was kind of saying like so self-assured in kind of like what she wants the next couple of years to look like with her creative work and that was kind of a theme I feel like when we were interviewing this season is like Mm -hmm. people who kind of have the next few years next five years like mapped out five year plan yeah (laughs) but for art yeah but for art yeah and um you know that can be really scary to invest yourself so much into those projects into yourself yeah uh, I really admire that because when I am like shutting myself in to work on something creative I, I feel like I've been trying to do this a lot recently and it's it's terrifying because you never know when something is just going to go to the trash at the end of the right, day um right. and maybe that sounds like a, a little catastrophic but like you could pour so much energy and time and work and capitalize on all your free time to make something where it's like actually I don't know if this needs to exist (laughs) and and that's really scary you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position like just in the amount of time you spend on your energy and the amount of time you like aren't making money (laughs) to support yourself capitalism it all comes back to capitalism it all comes back to (laughs) capitalism um but like yeah that was so that was so inspiring to hear people really taking a deep investment in their creative practice despite that I feel like she was really Emma was a really good example of that just like uh, you know home studio working every day yeah you know something that taking time away from art to come back to it you know like throughout it kind of continuing to be this like cyclical process very exciting should we move on to our next artist yes Amazing. Our next artist is uh, Park Angel. Just the absolute sweetest. So yeah, let's see what he has going on. Hey, what's up? This is Park Angel. I'm a musician and artist in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, since my season three interview with AP Studio Files, I've released three songs and two self-directed music videos. And then I've also had a few performances, including one at Apartment Party, which is hosted by AP Studio Files. So the rest of this year, I'm looking forward to, you know, just living life and releasing a couple more songs. Hopefully I am trying to start to work with some other musicians throughout the city. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Thanks for listening. So sweet. I love him. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm going to say that after. I'm going to be like, oh my God, I love him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Done so much. Yes. Um, Do you want to talk about the performance at apartment party i would love to so chris is his real name and he is just like even in his interview you know he's soft-spoken all of his music is very like it's comforting his voice is comforting his presence is very calm very centered and then he just gets on stage and is like the sweetest like funniest he was so funny and engaged with the audience like it was just a fun it was such a fun performance um and so sweet of him to shout that out in his review and yeah he just he was like an absolute delight like could not have been a more perfect guest came watched everybody was so attentive was so kind a delight (laughs) that's what apartment party's all about is like yeah coming and but like being a good audience member oh yeah and um well it's like the artist showing up for artists sort of thing artists showing up for artists yeah i feel like performers are like that i know so many people who are like you talk to them and and they're just like sweet and like maybe a little shy but then they get up on stage and it's like on yeah definitely felt like that and he also like brought a lot of friends which was great to see and um, a lot of cool new artists like shout out to his buddy Diego who directed his like original Park Angel video which is like what sort of drew me to him originally and got to meet him which was amazing because he's now in London 
London, which I will be there soon. But um, yeah, they're I don't know. They're just like all kind of this, you know, next generation of artists. And I'm, I'm really excited to like continue to watch them because there's there's a lot happening and there's like a kind of a lack of. I don't want to say this across the board, but I saw a really nice like lack of fear of putting themselves out there, which I yeah. feel like I struggled with more in my earlier 20s. So so h- how did you meet Park Angel? Originally? Through the Soho House um, mentorship program. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So again, like shout out to that program. They accept 18 to 26 seven-year-olds I believe Mm. for a 12-week program where you're partnered with a mentor in your field or a field adjacent to yours in order to help you kind of like reach the next level and and gives you a lot of like really great access to resources and you know just people who've like done it before you and I think it's also just a really nice reminder to those mentors as well like the mentees are killer like they were all so cool and um yeah I, I grabbed his like like Instagram and was like we need to talk you're a fucking cool ass dude I can like I can see it yeah yeah (laughs) and that comes back to like in the magnanimous article that we were featured in last month last month Mm -hmm. yeah you know she was like asking about the submission process and I was like vibes bro (laughs) vibes Vibes. and yeah Park has incredible vibes so just really another another amazing artist I'm just also excited when people come on the podcast and then perform at apartment party great because season one was all people who had performed at apartment party and before yeah it's it's exciting that now it's expanding to like it's expanding the community yeah it's cool when it like you know crosses over my original hope was that people would be able to be on the podcast you'd be able to listen to their story beforehand and then come and see their work and I'm so glad that you know in the last like eight months you know that has really happened more and more Um, yeah that's been awesome like having HUD on I'd love to I'd love to have Ma'at at some point. <laughs> we'll Hell figure yeah. it out. Everybody's on the, the short list to, to be at an apartment party at some point. So yeah, that's been really killer context to have with the artists. Hell yeah. Should we move on to the next one? Let's do it. All right. So DG Noble is next. Uh, his photography is just really stuck with me. And I've actually had a conversation with several people who are like, wow, just enjoyed the kind of emotional intimacy he's able to bring to his work. So excited to hear what he's been up to. Since my interview on AP Studios, I have been taking steps to grow and develop as an artist and as a photographer, expanding and working with new people, getting my work out there, and really as a whole, just doing what I can to grow this current year. I am experimenting with new skills and techniques and tools. I'm working alongside some really amazing creatives and artists on some new series ideas and concepts that I'm really excited to share. I just see this whole year as an opportunity to really expand and move forward in the best kind of way. Oh, I can like hear how seriously he's taking these next steps. That's so awesome. And I feel like the theme of like this collaboration is so important and so exciting to hear. Yeah. He's so thoughtful in the way that he speaks yeah truly ever since the episode I've been really excited about this portrait series yes that he's been talking about and I've seen like some maybe teasers on Instagram yes I mentioned this in the mini episode, I think, after the interview, H and I sat down and were able to look at Miller's copy of DG's book, which is still available. Yeah. Just wanted to plug that. Definitely um, check out his website, visualsbydg.com. There are still copies, so please, please, please. I, like, beg you to check this book out. It's not very expensive, and it is a huge collection of work and really well, like, curated and also just the book is is a great coffee table piece for you to have really h and i like had a moment Mm -hmm. looking at it because it's just so visceral and we were also talking about some of the images 
color wise are so dark mm-hmm. in a way that like really just reads differently in print mm-hmm. um it's like not really the same as looking at it on your computer or on your phone and it, yeah, it was like doesn't do it justice no not at all we just had like such a beautiful moment going through it and he was still in the room and talking about his process with all of the photos and recognizing parts of new york or just uh, emotions within the photographs so i i really recommend checking that out yeah a hundred percent and also because i know him like personally now like we're friends he also like quit his day job and is like doing this full time wow so that's oh happened God. since the recording as well i think that's happened maybe in the last like two months so definitely like if you need portrait work if you need anything like very much reach out to him um, it's really exciting yeah I'm, I'm really excited i feel like he's right there like you said you know this next year is like forward momentum only yeah um he was another one who talked to on the podcast and then he was able to show work at an apartment party and we must yeah. have hugged like 15 times that night. oh yeah we he just <laughs> was so was so grateful and like god i was so grateful i i often feel like embarrassed when people are like oh i'm so grateful for this i'm like no don't, you don't like you're feeding me what are you talking about <laughs> like you're you know bringing your work into my home like that's so incredibly special and yeah. um yeah it was just one of those moments where i was really just super grateful that through the wilderness that is the creative community in New York we like became friends and I kind of often say this to people like before maybe even during the interviews like how often do you just sit down for an extended hour hour and a half and talk to someone about like how their life has been and what has happened in their life and what has led them to like this creative process and there's just such a deep understanding that I get about these people that is really intimate and I just I always feel so blessed to have that experience he's certainly in there yeah (sighs) very excited for him yes and like you said super excited for these next projects oh yeah I see yeah Um, I cannot wait shall we move on to the next let's do it guest okay Uh our next artist that was featured on the podcast is Catherine Maxwell who is the creator and founder I should say founder and artistic director of Hive Wild, which is a nonprofit dance organization in Brooklyn. And let's hear a little bit what's been up with her and the film. Hey, everybody. This is Catherine Maxwell, director, choreographer, and artistic director of Hive Wild, a Brooklyn-based dance company. Since our interview, um, nothing has majorly changed. I've just been continuing in the edit process for A Sigh of Origin and continue to develop new live work in the studio as well with a select group of dancers. I think that I've been really thinking a lot about how to listen to my process and how to respect the process and when the work needs to ebb or flow, really listening to that. That's been really what my focus has been on since our interview and being patient with myself reminding myself that as an artist, I'm not a machine, not just produce, 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 but able to kind of like absorb and live and rest and what I eat and where I go is all fueling kind of the artistic life. That's been something that's really been highlighted for me in this early mid-spring season. Right now, I'm looking forward to continuing in the editing process for A Sigh of Origin. We're excited to be potentially um, premiering the film in the fall. We're looking at an early fall premiere, if all goes well, through our work with the editor, with composers, with sound mixers, colorists, a lot of pieces to put the premiere together, including landing on a venue and whatnot that goes involved in that. But right now I'm really looking forward to enjoying that process and enjoying bringing a sigh of origin to the finish line and really listening to the process. So projecting for a fall premiere and simultaneously listening to what the work needs and taking it a step at a time. Yeah, that's what's going on with me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she's she's so well spoken. <laughs> yeah, she really like makes me be like, "Oh, is that kind of what I'm doing?" but she actually was able to like verbalize it. <laughs> yeah. Um I, you know, uh, I, I ran into her socially and um I really appreciated she kind of she said some of that just to me and I think 
we kind of keep coming back to the fact that April was kind of a little bit of a mess. <laughs> and uh, I took a real creative step back from a lot of things because I know this summer is going to be a lot because I know yeah. like there's going to be a lot of demands and, and I just wasn't feeling it. And I really liked, you know, what she kind of said about respecting the process and respecting that as an artist, she is not a production machine yeah just taking those steps back something that she didn't mention is that she does have um, a series of classes coming out this summer so definitely check those out very cool hivewild.com i feel like we talked a lot about not pushing when it comes to work Mm -hmm. and i know that was a lot of like the learning curve of this filming this dance project for her was I need a blue bathroom. I need a, I see this blue bathroom in my, you know, my vision for this piece and not pushing and not being like, okay, we can't find the blue bathroom. We have to like pivot, but just like waiting and trusting, trusting. And they found the blue bathroom and like, that's amazing. True artistry that like, I'm so ingrained with like the make it work. I think that's maybe our theater backgrounds a little bit. Definitely a theater background, but also make it work is tim gunn from project runway um <laughs> and i think that there there is like an element of the capitalism to it um right and this kind of impulsive consumption and impulsive creation um where it's like you got to make something you got to make something yeah just something's better than nothing something's blah, blah, blah. better than nothing and there is like always i think knowing that time trusting in that time too yeah. is like is important because I know that that and like for her specifically this blue bathroom and uh, also there was a grocery store needed which like how the fuck do you find a as a small yeah. budget film like how do you find a grocery store to shoot in I still don't know and uh, <laughs> I mean they figured it out they so, figured it out yeah, though. yeah but kind of trusting that like time to come back and mm-hmm. uh yeah just some of the resources that she spoke to and kind of this comes back to like HUD's episode a little bit too with like definitely taken some notes from her funding ideas mm. and you know I'm always picking people's brains and <laughs> and you know taking parts I love and trying to use that to work to whatever the next part of all of this is as well so I'm so excited though I, I appreciate that she's taking her time with a sigh of origin mm-hmm. and I'm, at the same time I'm so excited I know. to see it we got to see the trailer which she edited yeah and um, such a treat yes such a treat and I'm really so curious about that editing process and I again just like really admire her taking her time and finding the right venue finding right. the right you know taking the time in the editing process she clearly takes a lot of care with yeah kind of everything she does and and it's evident yeah it's evident there's like a lot going on behind her eyes mm. and yeah. yeah i mean kind of coming back to what i said at the beginning like there are points where she was talking in her update and also just like in her interview itself where i was like oh i've been doing that i just haven't put two and two together yeah and it's it's nice to feel like validated through other people's experiences as well yeah all right let's move on our final our final one so our final interview of this season was with andrew new york so excited to hear his update my name is andrew new york and i'm a fashion designer Um, my work is about understanding emotion and how clothing becomes tangible representations of relationships experiences and memories Uh, I am actually trying to build a daily routine that exists outside of my creative practice. Uh, I often find that after I make work, I feel very empty. Uh, And so I'm trying to find other ways to feel whole without solely relying on my work. I'm looking forward to approaching life with more gratitude and enjoying the journey that I'm on right now. I know that I have goals and dreams that I want to achieve, but I hope to be more present with the life I'm living currently and being thankful for it. Yay. Yay. What a fun guy. I know. And he's kind of <laughs> talking about, we were talking about this before recording even started about uh, building routine. Yes. And I love his idea of like, okay, I am not feeling fed after I'm done. I'm feeling empty. I need to build yeah. routine outside of my creative life. Yeah. Um, my creative practice. I, um, I really feel that because I feel like personally, and maybe other creatives feel like because it's so difficult to 
be paid equitably for your creative work that your creative work and because of how personal it is, like it becomes intrinsically a part of your personal life. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of my coping mechanisms are just <laughs> creating. Um, and then Raw subsequently, <laughs> like, you know, those coping mechanisms then become monetized at some mm. point or commodified because I, I want to show them to the world. Um, and there's, you know, not inherently something wrong with that, but the idea of separating your own piece from your creative practice I think is really important and 100% something that excites me I'm, I'm glad that he's on that journey yes a relaxation away from work um yeah. relaxation that isn't capitalist based I think is like really really important for regaining sense of self time away from screens and unnecessary thoughts and distractions yeah. it's really important uh, really important to build those influences and practices so I'm excited to hear that he's doing that I'm also just like in love with the work that he's doing right now it's so big and beautiful and mm. I had the pleasure of seeing his work at a pop-up recently and I don't know all of these great kind of floral elements that he's bringing to his work are just so beautiful and alive and wearable. And uh, I just love that his art is so functional and just really happy for him for his great release of this whole new collection and work and that he's going to get a little time away from that too. Yeah. Oh, very exciting stuff. Yay. Oh my gosh. This is a killer season. So shout out to HUD and his brand. Here's to you, to Ma'at, to Park Angel, to DG Noble, to Catherine Maxwell and Hive Wild and mm. to Andrew New York. We are so grateful for having all of you on this season and for making AP Studios continue to, to function and work and live. And Miller, what is your answer to your own thesis question? <laughs> I think we're all dying to oh, know. Oh, man. Okay. So when I was really first thinking about it, I was in a fuck you capitalist mentality. Yeah. I really think that the depth with which we have devalued art and work is appalling. Mm -hmm. And I heard someone speaking recently and they basically said that there is no capital without labor and I mean that's not a breaking the wheel kind of sentiment but there is no capital without labor and the artist is the laborer yeah. and until we can retrain or re-commodify the labor aspect of capital then we're we're all fucked <laughs> right so my real true goal would be to get and i know i've said this before it would be to get money in the hands of artists because yeah. unless you Seize are the means of production <laughs> exactly unless you are living and breathing and working in a space that you feel comfortable in that you feel fed in literally and figuratively you can't create to your highest level so we're really stifling artists any art that comes out is a miracle because there is mm. nothing behind it to support it I mean I'm not saying there's nothing but there is not a substantial source with which the art and artists are being fed and I would like to see that changed and I would like to see that changed at a higher level I would like to see higher living wages I would like to see basic health care needs being met I mean I would just like to see the ground level of people's comfort and living because we there's this quote that I love and it's a Jimmy Stewart quote mm -hmm. um, from It's a Wonderful Life and he says we do the most of the living and dying and breathing in this town and we <laughs> do and so that's why I'm running for president in 2024 <laughs> oh, yeah this was campaign speech <laughs> this was my campaign speech no yeah. but we do we do most of the living and breathing and dying into this town and Till we take that back and we say like we are the most valued people, not that artists, but we as a community are the most valued people above corporate, above commercial, above the 1%. <laughs> um, yeah. We won't, we won't have everything we need. So right 
I'm going full radicalized. Let's uh, full let's radicalized. march about it. Let's yeah. burn some shit down about it. But yeah, that's yeah. my answer. So that, that was very invigorating. Thank you. <laughs> of course. I yeah. hope that sends you into your week. Yeah. Um, but that is what I feel. And tell uh, the people what you got coming up. Well, uh, hopefully this all pans out. But on May 20th, uh, Carrie Blue from Ooh, season one yes. has a show that I will hopefully be video designing. Oh, congratulations. Uh, yes, I'm very excited. <sighs> Um, I'm also going to be out of town for that. Damn it. I know. Freaking London. Taking you away. (laughs) Uh, That's around the same time as Sway, which is opening. I'm also video designing for that. Kathy and I have a show on June 22nd. Awesome. Um, the Spirit of Life, uh, which I've talked about a few times on Patreon. That's going to be at the Brick as part of the Interabang Festival. And I will also be video designing a show in August with Egg and Spoon. Um, oh, congrats. I know you, you know Egg and Spoon. Yeah, we We're love all them. friendly. A little play about improv called what else is true what else is true it's called what else is true which is like an improv saying and potentially another uh queer theater festival i think it's the national queer theater another video design so lots of video designing stuff um oh and i also have a play reading at the end of may for a a new play i'm working on about a queer reality dating show that has been produced by an ai um (laughs) and havoc is wreaked um, so it, it, as always, you have very little going on. Very little going on. Just chilling, <laughs> coasting through. Coasting. Yeah. Getting... <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, what's new for apartment party? So we've taken a couple months off, as I'm sure you guys can notice. Um, mm-hmm. And we will be back strong. There are a couple of collaborations in the works. One for sure on July 9th with Farm to People, which is a local Woo! business here in Bushwick. Definitely check them out. They are very much into sustainable food growth and distribution. They also have a full restaurant and bar open Thursdays through Sundays right over here. So definitely check them out. Farm to People. They have this gorgeous front lawn and we will be presenting vendors and artists. And I've actually already booked everyone, but I'm going to wait and announce everyone. <laughs> so, but super excited. Taking your time. It is a killer group. (laughs) Like, I'm so hyped for you guys. So that's going to be an absolute blast. It's going to be like an afternoon, uh, evening affair, like lovely summer weather, hopefully. Yeah. And a collaboration coming soon with Beyond Space, which is a new photo studio. I'm hoping to get into more of these like community meetups, not just the shows. So that would be more of a community meetup. Very cool. Um, also in potential talks with them to take the party out of the apartment and do like a full apartment party there. <laughs> just um, party. <laughs> just the party. Just to be party. And then back in fall, we'll be back with apartment parties and a fresh new season of artists. And I'm already in some talks with people. So I'm super excited. Yeah, there's there's like a lot of good stuff. And obviously summer is going to like come and go before we even know. So I will be taking submissions for apartment party probably at the end of July or beginning of August. So nice. definitely stay tuned for all of that. And thank you so much, Art, for being here. <gasps> thank you for having me. Yay! It's a, a wonderful day be back in public yeah. <laughs> again. <laughs> We'd love to have you. AP Studio Five.